This is Navigating Your Retirement Radio with Travis Chance from CFG Wealth Management. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Travis provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Navigating Your Retirement Radio with Travis Chance. Welcome back to another show of Navigating Your Retirement with your host, Travis Chance from CFG Wealth Management. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, give us a call here at 877-269-0839. That's 877-269-0839. Or you can visit us on the web at chancefinancialgroup.com. Joining us this morning, as always, he's here. I can't promise you he's clear. He's Tony Shore. Tony, what's shaking, bacon? (laughs) Oh man, the crowd's going wild. You had to give yourself an applause. (laughs) (laughs) What are you, WWE now? (laughs) Let's get ready to rumble. Okay. Okay. Oh, that's funny. That's enough. Uh, What's going on, Tony? Um, Well, you know what? I've had a great week, Travis. Uh, It's been really great. I've had um, some great times with the fam. Um, We uh, uh, went to the Irish Fair um last weekend and that was so much fun i'm half irish you know that right uh no i just knew you like to drink like you were half irish ah. <laughs> oh come on no uh anyway <laughs> uh so that was fun i really okay. enjoyed that uh, otherwise not much how about you ah uh, we uh we are are blessed and highly favored as we say in our area um you know we've we've now gotten back hopefully full bore into uh, into our teaching. We've gotten uh, we've gotten a, a tremendous amount of clients that have have started to to come back in the office. Uh, you know it's good to be back. It's good to be back in person. Uh, you you don't realize how much you miss those relationships and miss uh, actually seeing face to face. You know we still kept our same schedule, but you know the Zoom calls you you know it's a patch. It's not a fix, but, uh, we're, we're doing well. I, I can't complain at all. Family's good. Kids are back in school. So <clears throat> all in all, couldn't, couldn't ask for more. I guess we could, but, uh, you know, what, what would be the purpose? Right. Exactly. Well, that sounds good. Uh, yeah, I, I always say I can't complain, but sometimes I still do. Yeah. Um, I could, in, but nobody listens in the immortal words of Joe Walsh. I can I, I can't complain, but sometimes I still do. Um, but the uh, the show today, what have you got lined up for us? Well, the show today is actually a it's from a question from the audience. Okay, it's it is actually one of the questions that I received uh, really made me think about about how to break down the different types of retiree and retirement income plans. Uh, The question I got was, you know, Travis, listen to your show. I'm really kind of worried because I don't feel that we have saved enough for retirement. So what do I do? Well, 
The the question I think that was asked is something a lot of retirees and a lot of listeners probably are asking themselves, right? You know, have I saved enough? Have have I done all I can? And we've the all answer, been there at one time. We've and all asked been there question. at one time or another. And and at at some point, what you need to do and what I would recommend is you need to ensure one way or the other that you are either on track or you're off track. Uh, Because if you don't feel that you've saved enough, my question to you is what's enough, right? Because you might be thinking that you need X when in actuality, you may only need half of X. Maybe you need two X, right? You might need twice as much to get to do some of the things that you want to do but here's the problem most of the time uh it's it's kind of like that carpenter that that uh, holds his two fingers up or holds his thumb and looks with one eye closed and says yep we need to do this need to cut here i I guess we can probably do this you you don't need to do that you need to have a set of blueprints you need to have a plan no matter if you if you've you know, have, have a hundred thousand, if you have 10,000, if you have a million dollars, it does not matter. You need to have a plan for that amount of money and how it's going to generate income for you and your spouse. Uh, and hopefully if, if at all possible, leaving, leaving a legacy for your heir. So, uh, that's really actually what I want to talk about this morning is so you need accurate and you're saying you really need accurate numbers, accurate information. Absolutely. And yeah, then, you can't, and you then, can't just guesstimate on this. And then you have to do the math. And you have to do the math. And you have to plan for A, B, and C or X, Y, Z. And to know what to plan for, to know what those things are, you have to work with a financial services professional to avoid all the pitfalls and mistakes that could cost you your retirement or a lot of your retirement funds. And how do you set up an income with those retirement funds? So that's all part of the plan as well, right? You could always do your own brain surgery, but working with a brain surgeon might cost you a little bit of money, but you might actually come out in a much better position. <laughs> yeah. So so the first thing, Tony, I think retirees need to do and the pre-retirees or post-retirees, first thing you need to do is take an accounting of what you have, okay? And this this person asked a question. They didn't give me numbers. They didn't tell me what their Social Security was. They didn't tell me what their retirement savings and investments are. So let's, let's, let's break it down for them. First things first. What is your retirement savings, right? How much do you have invested, uh, whether that's 401ks, that's IRAs, uh, whatever the case may be, all right? Next, do you get a pension? If you don't get a pension, well, that's okay. You can still subsidize that. Are you going to use an annuity? Not not recommending them, but if you want a guaranteed pension-like income, there's an option. Uh, have you have you gotten a plan or have you sat down and at least done the Ben Franklin approach on when to draw Social Security because that is a pension-like income, right? It's guaranteed. Um, <clears throat> I really do think I had someone challenge me on this the other day, and they said, "Well, uh, you know, I'm <clears throat> I'm going to take Social Security uh, at 62 because I don't think it's going to be there." And yada yada yada. And I said, "Well, here's the thing. And I've said it before. I'll say it again. If you've ever heard me on the show, you've heard this more than one time. There's a lot of things that I think." Uh, politicians have the uh, intestinal fortitude to do, but to drastically alter a baby boomer generation uh, for Social Security 
is not one of them because you guys are at the either you're either in retirement or you're at the cusp of retirement. You have planned around that benefit. And I don't know many politicians that would have that uh, that uh, strong will to change something that they know is probably going to get them voted out of office. Because remember, politicians, number one jobs, what? Get reelected. So that's what that's what they're working on. And and Travis, God bless Social Security. God bless Social (laughs) Security. Oh, my goodness. Oh, Lord, have mercy. Tony, go go a little easier on the coffee next time. Uh, <laughs> but uh, so so do an audit. Make sure you have your retirement savings and investments, your Social Security, your pensions, annuities, other retirement benefits, whatever they are. Make sure you have that uh, that list together. OK. Uh, also, you need to come up with what is your income need going to be? Right. What are your wants versus your needs. That's that's how you start this process, okay? So, I think the easiest thing to do is let's try to let's try to fit them into a few different categories. Number 1, for the for the person who just gave us this question, you could be in what what I would call a critical planning phase. Uh, <clears throat> maybe you don't feel that you have enough income sources to meet your minimum needs. And if you if you really are on the cusp or on the brink and you think you may or may not, that's when you really need to know. OK, you really need to put that effort in to say, OK, what should I do? Because here's the thing. If you don't have enough income sources or you don't have the level of income guaranteed that you would like, then you need to make a decision. OK, number one. Do you work longer? I know that's not a very comfortable topic for a lot of people, but Tony, and we've talked about this many times as far as longevity and and distribution planning. If you are going to retire, let's say you're planning on retiring at 65, but if you are planning for retirement and you have a date in mind, 65 years old, whatever, if if you work an extra one, two, three years, what you're actually doing is you are drastically, in some cases, changing the outcome. Because if you're asking your portfolio to produce one, two, or three years less of income, you're allowing for that one, two, or three years more of, of accumulation and contribution in some cases from your retirement plan or for your retirement plan from you and your employer. Say you have a 401k. These are things that could make a drastic difference in whether or not you're able to retire. And, you know, no, I don't want you to work longer if you don't have to. But in some cases, if you have not saved enough and if Social Security is the only income source that you have that's dependable, you really need to think about it because, at the very least, you want to make sure that your needs side of the of the the legal pad are covered. You know, um, your housing, your food, your insurance. You know, the things that you're going to need on a daily basis. Those are the things we've got to plan for. Okay, so Tony, if you if you have the critical planning and the that your minimum needs met, 
it could be you're in you're in the the middle, uh, not really in that phase. You're in the critical planning, but maybe you're transitioning into needs versus wants. Right? You have enough to meet your basic needs: uh, social security, pension, income. Maybe you and your spouse are drawing social security, but you have enough to to get pretty much everything covered: housing, food, you know, insurances, those types of things. But what you really need to be prepared for, and this is something just to repeat and not to be repetitive, but it's something we all need to to watch out for. Having, having a plan in place when you're in this phase, it does two things. One, it makes sure that you're not spending too much so that you literally don't have enough money to live as long as you do because maybe you're your your wants are, are are outweighing what your plan can produce or it keeps you from not spending enough and from you know from having that 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 feeling that buyer's remorse from everything that you buy because you're like you know should I really have bought that do I really need that Folks, you don't want to go through your entire retirement thinking about, you know, what would have, could have, should have, what should I have done? You know, should I have bought this? Should I not? You want to retire because you want to enjoy yourself. You've worked all your life. This is the fruit of your labor. Having a plan keeps you in the middle, right? Keeps you from spending too much, but it also keeps you spending enough to make sure that you you are living the life that you want to live. Because once again, retirement, it's what? It's a it's a one act play. It's not a dress rehearsal, right? We only get one one shot at the apple, Tony, to do it right. So, you know, if your if your needs versus your wants, if that's where you are, here's some things you might want to consider. Number right. one, number one, your needs. Okay, your needs. Uh, if if you are planning for your your retirement income, are they are the sources you have pension, social security? Are they going to be able to keep up with inflation? If the answer is yes, terrific. If the answer is no, that's where you may need to start transitioning some of that some of that uh, that want money, the the 401k, the IRAs, et cetera. That's when you need to start planning, okay, how am I going to fill this gap as I age and as I get older? If that's covered, then you're going to say, okay, well, we want to we want to travel. We want to go on you know X number of trips a year. We want to probably buy a car every five to seven years, whatever the case may be. You start to plug those in and see how it impacts you long term. You know, if you if you do it properly, it's probably not going to have an issue. Your your portfolio, given the right structure, is probably going to be okay. But don't you want to know that in the event that it becomes just a, a you know a fit hits the shan moment? Don't you want to know that you're gonna <laughs> you like that? Don't you want to know that you're gonna be able to be okay and still produce those particular uh, wants and those distributions to cover what you have you know once again worked your life to get to the point where you can afford to do things like that? Absolutely. But one needs to be careful that you don't put too much weight on the nose of the plane with those wants that causes your plane to come down before you want it to. Okay, so so once again, just as a reminder, number one was critical planning. You're not enough income sources to meet the minimum needs. And how do we overcome that? Number two, Tony, is needs versus wants. That's the seg- segment right in the middle. And then last, uh, this is something I really... I really feel like uh, it, it only applies to a very select group 
but nonetheless needs to be addressed. Uh, there are a lot of people that that are fortunate to have a very healthy pension. They have very good social securities and maybe they're a two income family. OK, um, they could have all of the income that they will ever need to cover every one of their needs, their wants, their desires, whatever the case is. All right. But here's the other thing. If you are lucky enough, fortunate enough to be in that boat, I know that sometimes we 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 get into, I think, lulled into a false sense of security because we feel like, hey, you know, we're OK. And, you know, whatever the kids get, that's just going to be great and gravy. But is it really? Because, Tony, do we think do we think that taxes could potentially go up, down or sideways in the future? Up. We all assume and understand so, they'll go up. So if we can assume with a little bit of common sense and a little bit of, of fairy dust uh, that we're probably going to see taxes increase in the future, what I would really recommend if if you are in buckets one, two, or three, but specifically three, make sure that you're also taking into account your legacy, it, how you're going to leave the assets behind whenever you're gone. Because at the death of the second spouse, almost 90% of the time, the IRS reports that 401ks, profit sharing, defined contribution, et cetera, those plans are exhausted. The reason being is, is because most beneficiaries are going to go ahead, take the tax hit and and take that money, spend it, do what they want to do with it. That's fine. That's what you left it to them for. But here's the problem. We we have a pretty good assumption that taxes are going to be higher and tax rates are going to be higher in the future. So one of the things that you may want to do if you're in this legacy bucket or, you know, if you have this this uh, concern in either of the first two you may want to think about doing things like Roth conversion. And I'm, you know, I'm, I'm going to keep, I'm going to keep beating this horse until it's, until it's, there's nothing left because Roth is not only tax free. If you meet the requirements and the criteria, it's not only tax exempt for you, but it's tax exempt for your beneficiaries. If they're all requirements are met. So think about it. Why would you? Why would you not? If you do have the extra income, why would you not take you know, a couple thousand, five thousand, whatever that, whatever the number is, and start converting fifteen, twenty, thirty thousand dollars of your taxable or your pre-tax assets over into Roth or tax exempt? Well, you should, because in my opinion, once again, if you do that, what you're really doing is this. If, if you start in your 60s, think about by the time you get into your 80s or 90s, maybe you're in the group that, you know, you you've got this just ballooning amount of money in your IRA or your 401k. If you start taking the air out of the balloon in the pre-tax bucket at 60, if you live into your 80s, think about what that could could possibly be worth, Tony. Think about that Roth IRA that is just sitting there with equities or stocks and, and it's growing. And all of a sudden now, you know, it might be worth three, four, five times what you converted five, 10, 20 years from now. So how how it grows is just as important as paying the taxes today, because the compounding effect, as Albert Einstein called, it's the eighth wonder of the world, because you're earning interest on your principal, interest on your interest, interest on uh, you're you're just it's it's a triple compounding effect. Right. Uh, but, Tony, it's it's got the compounding effect of time 
on its side. And if we're taking the air out of the balloon, you know, think about if you left it in a pre-tax bubble, whenever it's taken out, it may pop. And when it pops, it, there's going to be a significant amount lost to taxes. So we want to go ahead and start making that transition early because small bites of the apple today can make a big, big impact tomorrow. And I think at the end of the day, we we work all of our lives, or at least I know I do. I'm working as hard as I can because I want to make sure that I put my kids in the best possible position. I put my grandkids in the best possible position. And I know you do, too. Yeah. And that's that's really why we're here. It's not that, you know, it's not that we we don't want to pay our fair share. We do. You know, at the end of the day, everyone's got to pay taxes in some some degree or some regard. But just like I know a lot of people out there, I'm not sending more than I absolutely am required to do so. And if you know you can alter that path, why are you not doing it? Yeah. Why wouldn't you? Uh, Why wouldn't you go ahead and make that? Uh, make that start to be a reality for for you and for your children so tony just just to remind you just to go back through critical planning you haven't saved enough you need to take an accounting and really figure out what can you do to improve your income position to at least meet your minimum needs number two what are our needs versus our wants? You know, if you're in the middle, how are we going to plan to make sure you've got enough income to last as long as you do and still cover both sides of the ledger? And then, of course, legacy planning. How do we leave uh, assets to our children, to our next generation as cost effective and tax efficient as humanly possible? So that's uh, that that, in my opinion, are the three mindsets I think a lot of people are fighting with today. And really, so to put that in perspective, uh, those three things are what's critical to creating a, an income plan for retirement, right? I mean, we're talking about uh, planning, having an actual set plan in place with actual numbers, uh, with personal information, and everybody's plan is going to be different too, right? Absolutely. Because think about it. You you might be in the position where you're you're in the middle and maybe maybe your decision, uh, or, you know, maybe you're not getting professional guidance like you should be. Like the, the question from last week that the couple were they were asking their advisor, what should they do? Their advisor gave them a blank stare. They created their own plan. He said, hey, that looks great. But whenever it was actually tested, didn't work out real well. Um if you go too far one way or the other, you're either going to pay more taxes today or it's going to cost you legacy tomorrow if you go too heavy one way or the other. That's awesome, Travis. And a great show today. And I think retirement income planning is something a lot of people put off or don't think about or don't quite understand. They think, well, I've got a 401k and an IRA. I'll be fine. And right. I'll just I'll just take four or five percent and I'll be fine. Yeah, see, that doesn't, I've got uh, money in the markets, uh, you know, I've got my 401k and uh, I've got these stocks over here. I'll be, I'll just take 4% of that a year and live off that and I'll be good. Uh, Mm -hmm. That doesn't work anymore. Uh, There's too many things that have changed and there's too many moving parts. And so- There was actually a a good article in the Wall Street Journal uh, back in April and one of the, one of the authors and one of the- uh, one of the retirement income planning experts that was quoted was uh, Wade Fowl. 
and uh, I oh, yeah. love re- I love reading his uh, you know his studies. Yep, and he said that actually four percent is now two point eight because of the current bond crisis. Because remember, we're in a potential continuous raising of or, in, or interest rate increasing environment. What happens when interest rates go up? Price goes down. So. It's not it's not your grandfather's Buick and it's not your grandfather's retirement anymore. Uh, great show today. But before we go, once again, let our listeners know how they can get a hold of you, Travis, to set up that no charge, uh, no obligation consultation. Absolutely, Tony. 877-269-0839. That's 877-269-0839. Or visit us on the web at chancefinancialgroup.com. Thank you for listening to Navigating Your Retirement Radio with Travis Chance. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Travis at CFG Wealth Management. Call 877-269-0839 or visit them online at navigatingretirementradio.com. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Advisory services are offered by CFG Wealth Management LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of Georgia. Insurance products and services are offered through TL Chance Inc., an affiliated company. CFG Wealth Management LLC and TL Chance Inc. are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any government agency.